Welcome back to the E-Hunter Podcast, everybody. Super stoked to be back again with another podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're in, enjoying the podcast and hope you guys are getting ready for Christmas. I can't believe it. I cannot believe that it is already the middle of December 2023. The year has, has gone by. It's been a great year. It's been a lot of fun. Um, a lot of stuff has happened this year. A lot of big things have happened. Uh, a lot of changes, both in my personal life, as well as with eHunter, as well as with just hunting in general. So I hope you guys have had a good year so far. We're going to finish it out really good and uh, excited for 2024. 2024 is going to be a, a really good year and, and super stoked for it. But uh, today, guys, we're going to do um, we're going to go back to what we did a little while ago, um, where we were doing what we called the eHunter newscast. And one thing I want to do for you guys is start putting out more of these newscasts and, and actually what I'm going to try to do. So just to kind of get you guys up to speed, um, I think most everybody knows that we've been building a new home and with that new home is our new studio. Right now we're kind of in limbo trying to go from one studio to the next and just kind of making it work. And so I explained it in one of the past podcasts that uh, that's kind of why the the podcasts have been slow to be <laughs> produced lately, but um, yeah, as, as we get this this new studio put together, uh, what I want to do is start putting out these weekly newscasts um, on top of the normal podcasts that we do with our guests and, and where I interview people and and all that. But you know, there, there's a lot of hunting news going on out there, and I talked about you know a little bit of it a couple of podcasts ago. But uh, I got really good feedback from that, and everybody's like, man, why don't you just, uh, you know, we, we put all these articles up on the website, which is great, you know, I, and I hope you guys are going to the website, ehunter.com. Always got a lot of good information up on that pod, up on that uh, platform, but, you know, some people don't want to go to the internet and read. <laughs> uh, it's kind of the way the generation's going, isn't it? Nobody wants to really read anything anymore. We can just go to YouTube and podcast and, and really get the information that we that we want um and it really goes for anything you know in fact i was looking up how to take the cover off of my my new fireplace and you know i could go to the manual and read the manual but why would i do that when i can go to youtube and just watch a video on how to do it it's so much easier so i was thinking about it and I, like i said i've actually had a, a few people reach out and say hey taryn why don't you do a podcast with with the news that way we know what's going on and, you know, we can just come and listen to it and, and get feedback, give you feedback on it. And then, you know, it's, it's quick and it's easy and we can do it while we're driving or, or whatever. And so basically what I'm going to do is each week I'll take the top news articles and, and or news that's going on and talk about it throughout the, the country and then uh, get that out to you guys. So we'll try to make it quick and easy, try to keep it to about a 30-minute podcast so that I'm not just yakking on forever, just get to the meat and potatoes of, of everything across the country. And that's another thing is I'm not just going to focus in on one or two states. Um, I want to put it out there for the entire country. In fact, oddly enough, this is crazy, and uh, hopefully he's listening, but I had a guy reach out to me just recently from Georgia asking why we're not putting up any more uh, or uh, more information about Georgia. Apparently, they've got a lot of stuff going on. And so anyways, um, I'll, I'll be covering up the covering the entire country with with news that's going on. So this will be the eHunter newscast. And again, I'll still have the podcast with all the, you know, other information with 
guests and and some of that stuff may be news as well you know like for example i've got one coming up here pretty soon that i'm doing with uh some some folks here in utah about the the changes and and let's just start there shall we i mean i'm biased but i'm gonna start with utah so you know i talked about the proposed changes and things that were going to happen and and yes the the muzzle loaders were approved to have the scopes taken off of them not completely you can still have a scope but it has to be a one power scope which i don't know if you guys ever looked through a one power scope it's it's kind of worthless honestly i think i can shoot better open sights than i can through a one power scope so you can do that but yeah there's no more high power scopes on on muzzle loaders so <laughs> which really sucks i was talking to a friend of mine the other day that said you know his buddy had bought you know a brand new fierce muzzleloader spent a lot of money on it and now he's got a pretty sweet close range muzzleloader <laughs> i don't know i guess it depends on how far you think you can shoot open sights or with that one power scout but man you know that's the crappy thing about it isn't it a lot of these guys spent a lot of money on muzzleloaders i luckily did not um but a lot of people did because that's kind of the way that things were going and, and i know that you can go other places and still use them but a lot of people did it because they could use it in Utah, and now Utah takes that away, and that's a that's a big hit. But you know, there's also the change to the the minimum length of an arrow. They got rid of that, so there's not that minimum length. And then the other issues that came up, you know, the four point or better in some of these units, uh, so possibly some more primitive hunts or weapon restrictions that they've thrown out there to rifles to just a bunch of different things that is is actually going to other committees um like the four pointer better is going to the mule deer committee to do some research on it make sure that it's a good plan before it actually gets uh put in place so still out there still some things that are out out there in the air that may possibly happen but we don't know at this point but uh stay tuned to e-hunter newscast and, <laughs> and i'll keep you guys up to speed on it what are you guys thoughts on this on this whole changes to utah is anybody are you upset about the scopes being taken off muzzleloaders are you one of those guys like yep this is a muzzleloader is a primitive hunt and it shouldn't have a scope and that's really been my argument and you guys can go check out that podcast but you know there was nowhere in that in the regulations or anywhere that said that the muzzleloader hunt was a primitive hunt it was a muzzleloader hunt a gun or a a weapon that had to be loaded from the muzzle muzzle loader you know, I don't know. If you want a primitive hunt, I think there needs to be a primitive hunt. But I, I'm I'm okay with them doing this with the muzzleloaders. I worry about where people are going to jump that have been putting in for muzzleloader. If they'll continue to put in for muzzleloader, if they'll go somewhere else into a different pool, which may ruin point creep in other ones, help the point creep in, in the muzzleloader hunts. So we'll see it. We'll see what happens. But a couple other things going on in Utah right now and i really love to get your guys's opinion so whatever platform you're listening to right now or maybe you're able to you know make a comment on on websites or on youtube or, or whatever but uh they talked about uh chronic wasting disease that was confirmed here in utah for the first time in in payson so payson utah is a little bit north of of where i am right now and i don't know so Chronic wasting disease was was first confirmed in in Utah back in in 2002, and 
it's gone to a couple of different places, and they and they just recently said that it, it spread to uh, to deer in, pa- in the Payson area of Utah County. And I don't know. There's a couple different articles and and things going on about about chronic wasting disease in in a couple different states. I I know. Let's see. I think it was was it Colorado or. Arizona, I'll have to look it up here, but another state talked about, oh, well, we, we identified chronic wasting disease in, in another state and, or in another place, and it's just like, man, chronic wasting disease seems to be going everywhere, and does it really matter? I mean, I'd really love to know your guys' thoughts on this whole chronic wasting disease thing. I feel like it's like the COVID thing, you know? It just it gives somebody something to talk about and and honestly guys we've put a lot of articles up on our website about chronic wasting disease and i get it it's definitely impacting the herds but is it as big a deal as they're putting it out there trying to make it you know trying to it's almost like a scare tactic i feel at this point i i don't know i've got a a couple biologist buddies i guess i need to to talk with them more but i'd love to get get your guys' thoughts so yeah whatever platform you're listening on or watching on or, or whatever Go down to the comments and, and let me know your thoughts on, on chronic wasting disease. Are you are you on the side that, oh, this is a big thing that we really need to get a handle on and it's going to, you know, eventually it's going to go into humans and it's going to cause problems there or it's going to decimate the herds or are you like, oh, who cares, just quit talking about it kind of a thing. But Utah did release that there was the the first confirmed deer in, in the Payson area with, with CWD. So anyways, that that's out there. Um, that's really it for, for hunting in, in Utah. No other crazy major changes this, this past week. Um, like I said, the biggest one was the changes to the hunting, uh, and, and the weapon restrictions that they're putting out there. So, uh, Colorado, not, nothing too crazy this, this past week. They were talking, you know, they're letting everybody know that they're going to do their elk, their deer and elk classification. And that's what every, all the biologists are doing. Right now, uh, I've seen them here in Utah where they're out counting deer. Had some pretty good conversations on that, by the way, on how they count deer. And I, I've actually learned a lot. In fact, I need to go with one of my friends that's a, a biologist as he's classifying deer just to, I don't know, educate myself more on on how they do it. Because, you know, we always complain about, well, the, the buck to doe ratio is off. Well, do you know how they count those the bucks in, compared to the does? You know, what is, what is considered a buck? You know, I've heard different things out there and in talking to the biologist, you know, it, it's a, for the most part, it's a legal buck. Uh, one thing that's really cool here in Utah, and I know that they do it in other states as well, is not only do they classify it as a buck and it, cause it's a legal buck, but they also go into the details of that buck. They try to put, you know, an age on that deer. They or and I guess it'd be the same for elk. But they try to put an age class to it. They describe what it is. Is it a four point? Is it a three point? Is it, what is it? You know, it allows you to kind of understand what kind of deer, what kind of bucks are on the landscape and then be able to make changes and recommendations based on that. And so I hope that if there's any biologists that are listening, I hope that you guys are all doing that. I hope that it's a, you know, it's a thoughtful thing where you guys put a lot of thought into it because it definitely impacts our numbers and, Obviously, you guys are the professionals and and uh, know what needs to be out there. So, anyways, I thought that was uh, interesting how they do it. But Colorado did put out there that you know this is the time of year that they're doing that. You're probably going to see helicopters, low flying helicopters, just 
looking for deer, elk, bighorn sheep, all the animals. Um, I was actually outside today, and one of the helicopters flew over, and um, it was one of those low-flying ones, and I, I assumed it was the, the what is it here in Utah, DWR, <laughs> Division of Wildlife Resources? Yeah, um, I, I think it was their helicopter that were out counting animals. So you're going to see that in, in Colorado. Again, no other other major things going on in for the most part in in Colorado but um Arizona nothing too crazy there uh, there's just a you know few things going on there's a little bit of talk about you know did you get into the uh did you get your OTC tag in Arizona um, a lot of people missed that this year because it was the first part of November is when they or uh, let's see no starting the first part of December excuse me and, and so a lot of people were, no, no, it was the first part of November because normally it used to be the first part of December. A lot of people were waiting for that and missed it. And so I know there's a lot of people that are on the waiting list for that. And so they put out some news about that, making sure that if you want one of those over-the-counter tags to get on the waiting list, no guarantee that you're going to get one. And, and honestly, guys, probably a fat chance that you will, as I've talked to some of the people um, in Arizona, as well as people that have applied, and you know, it, not many people are going to turn those tags back. So, I don't know. I'm excited about Arizona. I think there's a lot of cool opportunities in Arizona. It's something I've never really looked into. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say I've never looked into. It. I've kind of used it as like I've done with Utah. I just put in for the draws and build points and blah blah blah. But there's a lot of opportunities to hunt in Arizona. And if you guys are, are hunt, you know, somebody that's hunting hunting in Arizona, and have any you know recommendations or you know things for people, of course, I guess it's hunting, and we're not going to share anything because somebody might you know go take our spot and shoot the animal that we want to shoot. But if you would, or if you are willing, and and have some recommendations, also put that in the comments. Love to know what kind of uh, what kind of hunt you guys are doing and what what things you recommend because. Again, Arizona, there there is a lot of opportunity down there. Um, and you know what? I really enjoyed hunting there this year. That was a, a lot of fun. It's a, it's, it was just cool learning some some new areas, uh, some, some new territory, being in a different state. Every state has some different regulations, and so trying to uh, to learn their regulations was was different, but very cool. It was a very cool thing, and man, it was it was a lot of fun. So Chad got a sweet deer. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that video, you got to go see that video of him dropping that deer with his bow. <laughs> now, oddly enough, it's actually the second animal that I've seen drop like that with a bow. My brother shot a cow elk one time with his bow, and it dropped right where it was at. So you put it in the right spot, and, and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but lots of fun, guys. Lots of fun. Hey guys, real quick, I did want to, you know, before I go on to any other uh, of the of the states, I just want to give a shout out to Onyx Hunt. They've, they're they a sponsor of the podcast and have just been awesome to us. So I want to give a shout out to them. As always, Vortex Optics. In fact, I was talking to the guys at Vortex Optics today, got some stuff uh, sending or coming my way, and uh, they're just easy to work with. They have a great podcast, by the way. I don't know if you guys listen to the Vortex Nation podcast but they put a lot of cool information out. I'm a gun geek, and I'm actually kind of throwing around some ideas to to do some some different things with just guns. I mean, I love hunting too, but uh, focusing more on on just guns. So so stay tuned to that. But 
their podcasts where they break down different cartridges or different guns or calibers or, or whatever. I, I really like that. And then they do other things as well. But um, definitely appreciate Vortex. And speaking of podcasts, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move into my next one, which is Wyoming. Uh, some of the news there. Um, I did a podcast last week with uh, John Livingston from the, the Colorado Outdoors podcast. And, you know, I, I got some feedback on that that people are like, oh, I didn't realize that Colorado Parks and Wildlife had their own podcast. And there's actually a lot of cool stuff that uh, is in the past there. But if you guys go on the Colorado Outdoors website, you know, they, they don't just talk about hunting. There's a lot of other stuff, fishing, hiking, all sorts of recreation that they do. But Wyoming also has a podcast. It's the Get Outside podcast. And so they just put one up. I think it was last week they put up the podcast about um, the the Wyoming range mule deer herd and, and just talking about that uh, that mule deer herd and the health of that herd and some of the things that they're they're doing and so I I know we have a lot of podcasts to listen to and if you listen to do, to like a Joe Rogan podcast well that's three hours of your time and oh man it's hard to get through some of those but these 30 minute podcasts are a little bit better because you can consume a lot of information in a short amount of time but um if you get a chance go to the the get outside podcast by and it's like i said it's wyoming's i don't even know if i, I it is their podcast but um anyways go to that and and they have a lot of cool information but i just listened to them one the other day and they and they actually put it up on their website as well about this this mule deer herd and, and what they're doing with it so uh wyoming you know they're they're getting prepared for the winter just trying to be pre- prepared for the the snow that could happen and they've they've talked a lot about that helping out in emergencies if they possibly can and so um they also talked about CWD as well they they found a new area um in Wyoming that had CWD uh in a an elk hunt area is where it is actually this, it was little this one was a little bit more interesting as I was reading through it the information about it because um, it's an area that you probably wouldn't expect CD, CWD. But again, excited to hear from from you guys on your thoughts on CWD. Is it going to be as detrimental as they want to make it sound? Who knows? But uh, yeah, uh, and everybody's a everybody is an expert on CWD. Have you guys noticed that? <laughs> I mean, they they put it out there and and talk about it like they like they've been studying cwd for forever and uh i I guess it's kind of like COVID. a lot of people were that way with with COVID as well everybody was a uh an expert when it came to to COVID. so anyways i'm just hopping on here to see if there's anything else out there that you guys need to know about um some some of the eastern stuff looks like uh, new jersey is is going back to reinstating their black bear hunt man guys i don't know if you guys remember that article that we put up it's been a while ago probably a year or two ago about new jersey when they stopped doing the black bear hunt that was one of our most popular articles ever and so anyways um they uh, are, are looking to reinstate it. it there's a lot of controversy over it uh, just because of the, the people that live back there uh, and the state that it is, and I don't know. You got to manage animals. You, you, <clears throat> and I know I'm preaching to the choir with you guys that are listening to this podcast, but you've got to manage these animals. And so, you know, 
if you just let these these black bears run rampant in in New Jersey, in the state of New Jersey, now a lot of people think New Jersey, oh well, it's city. Well, no, there there are some areas there, and so that you can hunt, and so that's that's what this is. And they used to be able to do it, and just kind of help manage the the numbers a little bit. They got rid of it. It was a big issue. People were up in arms about it, and and understandably, you know, there was a lot of people that had a lot of fun with that hunt. And again, it, you know, it lowered those numbers, so there wasn't a lot of human interaction with the bears. And and since they've taken it away, it's, it's definitely caused a, a lot of problems. And as we you know, as we know, it's a revenue builder as well. And New Jersey doesn't have a lot of you know things that that build that revenue as far as in that regard. And so they kind of have to get from other places. But just another way, as as we've learned in a lot of these states, that it's a it's a way to to get some revenue. So, um, we'll be interested. I'm going to follow that one. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted if they actually do reinstate it. Like I said, right now they're just moving to, to reinstate it. So it's not concrete yet. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more news to come on that. And so, but that, that's really it guys. Um, I, you know, I, I hope you guys listen to the, that Colorado podcast talking about the changes in Colorado with the wolves, um, possibly having wolverines introduced into into colorado i mean just a a lot of crazy stuff going on right now but guys i I sure appreciate you please go onto the website um and one thing guys i'm just going to ask as a as a final kind of send off here you know we're we're almost to that thousand number of subscribers on youtube which a thousand is so small compared to some of these other youtube pages uh, my wife just started a YouTube page <clears throat> reading books, um, and she's already catching me. I think she's already got as much as many followers or subscribers on her YouTube page in two weeks as I have on eHunter. And so I know it's a, a simple ask, but please, it, it means a lot to us if you would go on and just hit that subscribe button. A lot of good information that's out there and and a lot of stuff that it uh, is is on there. And as soon as we get the studio up and going, then we'll we'll start posting a, a lot more videos, a lot of reviews, product reviews. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do gun reviews anymore, at least on, on that channel. Like I said, I'm I'm thinking about doing something a little bit different as it pertains just solely to guns. But uh, we'll see when when we get the the studio up and going, and see if we can't do something a little bit more fun. So, uh, or not more fun. This, this is fun. Uh, hunting is, is definitely our lives and our passion and our love. And so this is, this is a lot of fun, but the, you know, guns are fun too. So it's just be a different kind of aspect, a different kind of focus. And, and we'll see, we'll see what happens, but yeah, stay tuned and, and I'll keep you guys, uh, you know, up to speed on, on what's going on. So, all right, guys. Um, if you guys have any questions about anything that's going on or, you know, any of the news that I talked about today, if you want more information on it, go to the website. We'll have articles up on our website about some of this stuff. And um, if you guys have any questions, you know, personally, go ahead and reach out to me, H at ehunter.com. So that's T-E-R-R-O-N-H at ehunter, E-H-U-N-T-R.com. Be happy to answer any questions that you guys have. If I don't know the answer, that's the one thing good about this is, I know so many people that have a lot of really good answers. So I can definitely get you guys the answer if I don't have it. So anyways, appreciate you guys. Be safe. Um, hope you guys are getting ready for Christmas. Uh, if you need any ideas on things to get for Christmas, 
let me know. Got some hookups there as well. So you guys be safe, be good, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.